RadioInfluence.com. Welcome back to the Lawfather Podcast. As always, we are here in Lawfather headquarters doing the podcast right here in Lawfather Studios. Big shout out to all the shows on Radio Influence. Please make sure you check all those shows out and uh, check out Jason's MMA show. Check out Eakin's Eakin show. Check out, uh, I think Ian Beckles' show is now the Ian Beckles show. Or I think Ian Beckles' apostrophe show is now the Ian Beckles show. Right? No? On so, oh, okay. On social media. I saw it on social media, so I made the leap. Sorry, Ian. I am sorry. Um, still love you, though. Um, check it out, though, on social media. Uh, I'm assuming that there's a podcast for it, but uh, I got a thumbs up. So, yes, there is a podcast for it. I don't know what it's called, though, because apparently it's not called The Ian Beckles Show, because that is just on social media. Anyway, this is a really deep dive into... I. How did we get here? I don't know. We're going to do case or no case. So those of you that haven't heard case or no case before, I am going to give you three facts from real cases, and you are going to determine who actually has a valid injury case. Okay? So what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you the facts. You're going to think about it. If you are seeing this on social, go ahead and drop in the comments what number you think it is. If you are listening to it on the podcast, write it down, send it to me, or just write it down and just know that way you have bragging rights to all your friends that you can say, I got the Law Fathers podcast, case or no case, correct. And if you hear case or no case anywhere else, just know it's not the real deal. The only real deal case or no case is right here with the Law Father. All right, here we go. Number one, Nelson's, Nelson is in his backyard and his backyard backs up to a baseball spring training facility. Okay, think so those of you in Tampa kind of think where the Yankees are and kind of residential area. All right. And well, Nelson's in his backyard, a ball gets thrown over the fence and into his yard and a group of crazy fans. They they make a football formation. I don't know why they were doing this, but they made like a a chain football formation and started running on to into Nelson's backyard. All right. And as they were doing this, they ran Nelson over and hurt him. So the spring training and the spring training facility was owned by the city. The city had no prior knowledge that these crazy fans would form a football formation and run over Nelson. So Nelson sued the city. That's case number one. All right, let's look at case number two. Ricky was playing youth league football. Now, in youth league football, they divide these teams up by weight class. And Ricky weighed approximately 70 pounds. Ricky's coach told Ricky's dad that he would not have Ricky play against any team that had any players that weighed more than 90 pounds. Ricky was playing cornerback, cornerback, that is the defender, not the quarterback, cornerback, the defender, and tried to tackle another player who weighed 128 pounds. As a result, Ricky broke his leg. Ricky's parents sued the Youth Football League. That's number two. Michael was watching... Number three, Michael was watching a professional football game. Football as an American football, not that soccer stuff. Although it is World Cup time. But anyway, we're actually talking about real football, not that fake stuff. It's kind of like Thanksgiving and, and being with my family, and some of them like turkey bacon. It's fake bacon, real bacon, real football. The fans around Michael were really drunk and were fans of the opposing team. While Michael was cheering for the hometown team, one of the drunk fans punched him in the face. The back of Michael's ticket had a very clear and unambiguous indemnity provision. 
The provision stated that the stadium is not responsible for any action by a drunk fan, including punching other fans. Michael sued the stadium owner. All right. So who has the real case? Is it number one? Is it Nelson who's sitting in his backyard and gets run over over a baseball from a spring training game? Is it number two? Ricky, poor little kid playing youth league football, little 70-pound kid gets run over by a 128-pound big kid? Or is it number three, Michael, who gets punched in the face while he's watching a game? Who has the real case? Those of you on the live, go ahead and drop your numbers in right now. Those of you who are listening after the show is aired, drop drop one, two, or three in the comments. Who has the case? Is it one, Nelson? Is it two, Ricky? Or is it three, Michael? Let me know. Are you ready? Fake drum roll, please. Here we go. It is number two. Ricky has the best case of the three. Now, why is that, right? Because you might go, hey, you know what? Ricky's parents signed him up and he's playing and that's on them. But it comes down to this concept called foreseeability. And it is foreseeable. That's that's why Youth League football has weight classes because it is foreseeable that it is foreseeable that a smaller kid could get severely hurt by a kid that weighs a lot more, right? Different from adults playing in the NFL, right? I mean, we we just have to come to grips that it's two completely different things. So whether or not there was truly negligence, that would come down to whether for a jury to decide that. But the best case out of the three is number two. Why isn't it why isn't it Nelson? Or why is his a weaker case? Because it was not foreseeable. That had never happened before. Okay. Now the city now knows that that is a potential for something to happen. So if it happened a second time, he would have a case. But the first time in a situation, that's why it's kind of crazy that it's a, a football formation and, and the way it's worded. No one had ever seen that before. Crazy as it is, sometimes crazy things don't count, okay? Sometimes it just is what it is, all right? And lastly, Michael, well, here's the deal, right? Most times a waiver isn't going to give you a free pass unless the waiver is unambiguous, okay? Because this waiver was so unambiguous and it covered that exact situation in exact detail, that is why Michael cannot sue the stadium owner. That is why it, he, prob- he probably could, and it would be up to a judge to decide, but it's not the strongest case. It's actually very, 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 very weak. I would expect for a judge to kick that case out uh, because of that waiver, because of the wording in that waiver. So those of you following along at home, number two was the right answer. I hope you all are enjoying case or no case right here on the Lawfather podcast. Hope you all are enjoying the Lawfather podcast. Go check out our social media. Go check out the reels on on Instagram. Go check us out on TikTok. Just look for at the Lawfather. Just remember on Instagram, it's at the Lawfather Tampa. There is an imposter that is at the Lawfather, but he's not a lawyer. So Instagram won't um, acknowledge that uh, our trademark exists because of that. But anyway, um, it's all good. Check out all the shows on Radio Influence and uh, rate. What is it, Jason? Rate, subscribe, review, 
podcast, wherever you listen to podcasts, whether that's Spotify, Apple, you name it, we're on it. Check out all the shows on Radio Influence. They're pretty awesome. Lawfather out.